great. But here's what he did. Rhyme it. Do you know how to rhyme it? Oh, please just rhyme it. And he really gets into it. Do you know how to rhyme it? Yes, of course. Sir. We will you don't even have to think about it. So let's rhyme it today. Rhyme it. Yes. We are going to rhyme it. Just that's where he just after ran down. Everybody, amazing. I'm not going to remember any of it. That's the way to go. All over the Rams today and Rammy. Now he's like on his feet. How are you guys? Who's house? Wow. Rammy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rams Brothers. I'm your host, Dean, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother and the other great host of this show, Nick. And Nick, we're talking about the offseason. We're talking about the new core the new faces of the Rams' organization, and Puka Nakua, Steve Avila, and Kobe Turner, and how we feel like the Rams are going to approach the 2024 draft. But first and most importantly, how are you, my good brother? I'm good. It it still feels like a shame that we're already going into the offseason after it feels like we're better than a lot of these teams that are still in the playoff race. But at the end of the day, it's where we are, and you know, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm looking forward to next year a lot. So let's get into well, it. Well, who, do, who doesn't think we would have another legitimate chance at beating the Lions if we got another shot at home or just a rematch in that game? Who doesn't think we would have a chance to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road? Baker Mayfield, Sean McVay knows him all too well, rejuvenated his career. I, I totally understand that sentiment from Rams fans. Well, Packers, Niners, even. I feel like we could take Packers. either of them down. Definitely, 100%. Anybody in the NFC. And that's why the end of the season was so fun and so encouraging. Um, and it just came to a screeching halt with that one-point loss. But for the sake of this episode, I wanted to focus on how these new faces will impact the Rams' 2024 draft strategy. Because what we saw with Puka Nakua this season was completely unprecedented. Overachieved in all aspects. All-time rookie receptions and receiving yards leader. The all-time rookie postseason yards in a single game leader. Broke DK Metcalf's record. Broke Bill Roman's record. Broke Jamar Chase's record. Jalen Waddle's record. Everybody that you could think of. Puka Nakua is at the very top. And he's the foundation. He's an insanely valuable asset. He's a cost-controlled fifth-round pick for the next three seasons. And he's a willing blocker at the line of scrimmage. In the run game, he's fantastic. In the second level, he's willing to do anything that Sean McVay asks him to do. And Sean McVay has talked about how Puka Nakua is everything that he wants the Rams to be about. Puka could play the X. He could play the F, as can Cooper Cup, making that combination as lethal as it possibly can be once Cooper Cup has a healthy offseason. But Puka Nakua is exactly what you want as a foundational player in Los Angeles. He's he represents the organization well. He's a very well-spoken kid. He's durable. He's willing to stick his neck out for his other teammates. And Nick, what was crazy about Puka was he came out and said he was disappointed in himself after the loss against the, the Detroit Lions in the playoffs. Like he went for 182 yards. What are you disappointed about? I think he broke the the Metcalf record. Yeah, he, he did. Sure did. receptions in a playoff game or something like that. He sure did. So there's Puka. We know how great he is. We know that him and, and Cooper Cup being able to play both the Z and the F makes that combination really lethal. And once Coop gets gets fully healthy in the offseason, I think the sky is the limit. Um, and then we're going to talk about, you know, an X receiver and where we feel like we could add some, some assets um, in the pass game. But Steve Avila also is everything that you'd want in a Ram. He was the first Rams first pick in the 2023 draft. They didn't trade back. They didn't trade away to move up into the first round. And imagine, Nick, how sad that would have been to miss out on a player like Stetson Bennett. Mm. <laughs> Golly, what a... No, but in reality, you could have missed out on Kobe Turner. 
Yeah, <laughs> you could have missed out on Kobe. You could have missed out on Puka Nakua. But he ended up playing the most snaps of any Ram on the season. And the way that he and Alaric Jackson just worked together so well um, on so many tough assignments to keep Matthew Stafford alive was truly impressive. And also on his own in pass protection and run block situations, he's excellent. And I feel like he's an absolute mainstay for the Rams' organization immediately upon being drafted. You could see kind of the continuity forming with the offensive line. Um, and the big question mark is going to be Kevin Dotson, right? Because you have Coleman Shelton for another year. You have Havenstein on the right-hand side. You have Alaric Jackson. But is Kevin Dotson going to go chase a bag in the offseason? And you know what? Could you blame him? If he went ahead and, and went and chased the bag after coming off of his tenure with the Steelers and then being able to find a starting job with the Rams. So things that are definitely up in the air, but how could you not want the Rams to draft another Steve Avila? Yeah, I draft another Steve, draft another Puka. A lot of what this year was about was developing guys and having them as future key pillars for this team going forward into next year. And seeing what they can be and all of that. And we saw that big time with Steve Avila and Puka Nakua and even Kyron Williams when going into the year, it was like, is Very it Cam Akers? So. Is it Kyron Williams? And now it's like you have a lot more uh, pillars or you know players that are going to continue to, you know, execute on this level, this, this Ram level, as they like to say, uh, this guy's a Ram, you know, and hopefully <laughs> – Next year, it's the NFC Championship, uh, and you get um, our owner saying, Puka Nakua in the fifth round. How about that? How about yeah. that? Cooper Cup in the third round. How about that? That, yeah. to me, is where you want this foundation to go, right? Because you could look at the NFC Championship next year, but for the Rams to be competitive in 25, 26, and 27, it's going to be dependent on hitting in this draft as well. So you could find a couple of more foundational players It'll be key. And Kobe Turner is another guy, the conductor. And you got the picks too now. You actually you, have the picks. You definitely do. You have a first-round pick. You have a pick in every round. I think you have four comp picks from Baker Mayfield and Matt Gay from the fifth and sixth rounds. So, like yeah, there's – a comp pick if uh, Raheem gets a job. Yep, you'll get a third-round comp if Raheem gets a job. So, And then there's Kobe Turner, right, because he's kind of what we wanted the Rams to draft. Like, Nick, when we talked about in the offseason, we were like, we want Aaron Donald to have a new best friend. And yeah. he evolved beyond just Aaron Donald's new best friend. Like he just so happened to lead all rookies in double team rate. He was second in double team pressure um, behind, bless you, thank you, Quinn Williams. He was second amongst all rookies in pressure with 48, almost, which is almost 3x per game. So, I mean, Kobe Turner does everything that you needed him to do as an interior pass rusher. He's great against the run. He could also rush the pass. Like, I mean, there's not many things that you – wouldn't want uh, outside of a player like Kobe. Like he is the way that they bolstered up the edge position, like suggests that they may go get a big name in free agency. Like they bolstered up in the draft late in the draft in 2023. So it may suggest that they go ahead and go get a big name in free agency in the future. And that could come soon, but there's no doubt that Kobe Turner was an absolute home run in the third round this season. So like, that's kind of the basis like if you could find three more players, we're not asking for seven or eight like we got in the 2023 draft, but three more foundational players that can continue to form this new core. That's where we're really going to be excited for 25, 26 and 27. So it's not just immediate future because these kids can be supplemental players for the future. But like for the immediate future, like these kids come in and help. So I'm very, very excited over what could possibly happen. And in this 
this little exercise we're doing. The, the thought process was, let's try to find similarities. Like we don't right. need a definite, you know, duplicate of Puka Nakua, but we want to find a, a big X receiver that Matthew Stafford can target downfield. Because right. I mean, T. Higgins Robinson's, is in, Yeah, go ahead. Marcus Robinson is not probably not going to be here next year. So you're going to want somebody that's going to be able to like be supplemental to that combination of Puka, Cup, and Tutu, who probably will stay. That's exactly right. So like T Higgins is a name that's being constantly thrown around. So like if that's where your mind is at, it's in the right place. Like think yeah. about the position historically under McVay, Tutu and Robinson this season, two completely different players. But Demarcus Robinson is unrestricted, as you talked about. He's unrestricted free agent. going to turn 30 this season. But like 2021, remember Deshaun Jackson and Van Jefferson? Like that was your combination. And then 2020, Simba Webster and Josh Reynolds. And then 2019, Brandon Cooks and Josh Reynolds. Like you have this versatility within the position at the X. But if you lose Demarcus Robinson and he goes and chases a bag, then you need to be able to find a player that can play alongside of Tutu Atwell and rotate and, you know, get some of those bigger bodied snaps that you need. So the red yeah, zone targets, all of those things. And Simba Webster. And then Josh Reynolds is just kind of balling out right now yeah. with Jared Goff. So shout out to him. It was a good draft pick. By is there Sean anybody McVay. else in free agency that you are thinking about bringing in in the wide receiver position? Not really, because I really, I mean, you're going to get 2-2 for another year. And I'm totally fine with that. He's an improved run blocker. Caught a touchdown in the playoffs. Caught a two a big two point conversion from Carson. So tiny, it looks he's like. just tiny. Yeah, but I'm thinking along the lines of in the draft. You don't need to get this guy in the first round, or you know maybe not even in the second round. But right. a guy like Keon Coleman from Florida State, even like a Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son from USC. I'm looking at six three, two hundred pounds, bigger, taller than a Van Jefferson, than a Demarcus Robinson. Somebody yeah, that's closer. I, like, I mean, like the T Higgins thing is obviously exciting because it's flashy and it sounds like something that that they would do but i also don't really want to be putting my money in that pit when you have you, know, you have puka and you have cup and you have tutu and the ability in this less need uh you know draft is to really bring in somebody now like i am a hundred percent confident as opposed to just trading people away and getting like amazing free agents like there is now like a new notch under this regime's belt where it's like no we we don't have to do that to win games we can actually draft and we don't actually need first round picks we can draft with what we have and still kick your ass yeah that's exactly i mean that's kind of where the thought is it's like you can get a big nasty right guard if kevin dotson leaves in free agency and goes to chase a bag as he should yeah probably will but you're focused on like durability size maturity all things that steve avila has like just as the second he got into the building, like let's not, let, let, I want to completely forget the days of Logan Bross, Bobby Evans, Jeremiah Cologne, Odea Boshi, and whomever else traveled through the Los Angeles Rams organization in this last couple of seasons. Like you could theoretically look at a center in Coleman Shelton in his final year, as well as players who are experienced at tackling guard. But there's a kid named Cooper Beebe, six foot four, 335 pounds are virtually unmovable in pass pro from Kansas State. He's an inch taller. He's 10 pounds heavier than Steve Avila. And then there's JV on Coleman from the U. Just a couple of kids that you're kind of looking at that can be kind of a plug-and-play replacement with the size, maturity, and durability that Steve Avila possesses. And for Kobe Turner, like if you're going to find somebody to play alongside him, that might be a little bit more difficult because Bobby Brown's developing. 
as a, a really decent nose tackle, but I would like somebody within the front seven that can maybe play alongside of Ernest Jones. If Ernest gets hurt, I want somebody that could be able to call the defense. Like I'm thinking along the lines of like a Jack Campbell, um, who Brad Holmes drafted in Detroit last year, played alongside of Anzalone and called the defense when he was down as a rookie. Um, and like I talked about Bobby Brown, if you're in that base defense, Bobby Brown's going to own the nose tackle role. It's always a position that we like to look at in the draft, but it feels like in terms of the front seven, if you could focus on that and then maybe find, you know, a, a, a secondary player outside of Ernest Jones, somebody that can replace Christian Roseboom. There's Jeremiah Trotter Jr. There's a kid from Wisconsin that I really like named Mama Jong Meta, good player from Wisconsin that's really good with pressure and the blitz. So just some things we're thinking about, like, I obviously love Agent Zero. I love Davis Allen. I really, really love Ethan Evans. But hitting on this draft doesn't just mean you're going to be competitive in 2024. It means you're going to be competitive in five, six, and seven. Yeah. So that's kind of the thought process. Yeah, that's another reason why I, I'm less so, I'm less gung ho about like bringing in like talent because you kind of want it to be you know Puka Nakua is. Like that's probably the, the best probable possible Rams jersey you could buy right now because he's going to be on the team for, you know, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, like as long as as long as they can keep him. So it, you want a really bright future. And it feels like after this year, I mean, sure, we got the like the, the original three pillars that we're left with are definitely all aging with Stafford, Donald and Cup. But all these other young guys, I mean, we're, we take them out. And we're a really, really young team. And that's really exciting. I'm thinking about like free agent ads would be an edge rusher, you know, yeah. big time edge with Brian Burns, Josh Allen. We'll talk about that in the next Brian episode. Brian Burns would be legendary in horns. Would be, in, would be insane. And then maybe somebody in the secondary, right? If Kello goes and gets a bag somewhere else, you got Kobe and you got Darion Kendrick in rotation. You're probably going to need some help there. The back end, you got some, uh, some rookies that are going to have to be jumping up and playing in, in, um, Jordan Fuller's spot and also John Johnson's spot. Jordan Fuller's in the last year of his deal. John Johnson was a one-year rental. So that's where you could kind of look to add some pieces. But I feel like everywhere else you can probably find valuable players in the draft with the amount of draft picks that we're going to have alongside of our first-round pick. Yeah. It, I mean, it's exciting. Like, the draft this year. I mean, last year we definitely got to the excitement level of where every other team is. But I felt like you kind of had to earn it as a Rams fan. Like this year, it's like every round we got something to look forward to. Like it's 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 not just like a like a, all right, well you know, is it the third round yet? Like what, <laughs> is it day two? Like yeah, you they could find your new favorite player just based on this new methodology that they're going to carry over from year to year. So the next episode, we're going to be talking about defense and possibly replacing Raheem Morris and replacing. Eric Henderson, the defensive line coach who's been here since, I believe, since McVeigh has been here. And then also we're going to talk about some other free agent edge rushers and some other players that we're looking at in free agency that we feel like the Rams could add. But if you guys are enjoying the content, we got a lot more coming your way that is just like this. Make sure that you guys are. Rammed. Liked and subscribed. We appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Peace and go Rams. Horns up. Guys.